0: All right, so fall camp continued with practice number four here on Monday night. It was the team's third straight at the Coliseum. And with the pads on, we're going to talk about who's looking good and who's making a name for themselves. That's what's coming up next here on Locked On USC. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Holkin. And thanks for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you're downloading your podcast for free, wherever you get them, or watching on YouTube, we appreciate you listening, we appreciate you watching, and thanks for coming along for the ride without your without you watching this show means nothing. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give me some feedback. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't and start asking some questions. We're going to do a mailbag show here soon. However, as I mentioned there at the top of the show, we're right smack in the middle of Fall Camp with Lincoln Riley as USC's new head coach. And up until now, uh, all their pr- their previous three practice sessions were morning sessions, um, except for today, Monday night. I'm recording this. It's now after midnight, uh, so it's been a very long day, and I apologize, uh, On depending on how the show goes, so bear with me, guys, folks, people. Um, so Lincoln Riley decided to go a little Pac-12 after dark with his uh, third straight practice at the Coliseum. And these practices are long. Um, Practice was scheduled to start at 6.30 p.m. We got a late uh, email from our SID that practice actually starts at 6.45. The walkthrough starts at 6.30. So um, practice finally came to a conclusion at 9.15 p.m. here Monday night. So by the time I got my notes and observations report all written up, got that published well first i had to come home got, got the report published up and running um like i said it's it's here close to midnight and we're getting this podcast done so you got something first thing to listen to as you wake up yes this is my uh discipline over default going that extra mile doing what's necessary all right what else something else that's uh that's necessary uh, coach Kiel McDonald, Kyle McDonald, USC's running backs coach. Um, you know, in the past, USC's special teams were always the first uh, position group on the practice field. That way they can get, uh, you know, they can use as much of the field as possible, get some, uh, you know, the special teams coach involved and uh, they can get their own focus time without everybody else running around, around them. Well, uh, now the running backs this year seem to be the first group on the practice field. And I'm wondering if that's because uh, coach McDonald has to split his duties uh, with the kick returners uh, during special teams, uh, the special teams portion of practice uh, during fall camp. So just uh, one of my little observations that in the past, the kickers and, and snappers would be the first guys to get out to practice. Well, Now it's the running backs. Uh, So, I don't know. I'm I'm sure that has something to do with it because of uh, the way Coach has to split up his duties. Why not uh, get the running backs out there early? He's out there early. And uh, they get their own focus time, so to speak. Uh, Let's see. What else can we? Oh, Jordan. Here's a question I'm going to ask. Can Jordan Addison go from Bolitnikoff winner to Heisman hopeful? So he's going to probably be USC's primary punt returner in 2022. Uh, He started to do that last year for Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm not sure how late in the season he took over that role. Um, Nevertheless, uh, you know, one way to go from a Blitnikoff winner to Heisman hopeful Heisman winner is, you know what, throw a couple of punt returns for touchdowns into your resume with, you know, your 15 to 20 touchdown receptions and 1,500 yards uh, of, of, of yards after catch and maybe close to, you know, 70, 80 yard, 70 or 80 total receptions. You know, are those Heisman worthy numbers? You no, know, something to think about. Um, the intensity has really picked up, and with the intensity comes the injuries. So, Rehab Island's population uh, saw a uh, saw a uh, a boom over the weekend. I'm going to go over this list with you real quick. Uh, some of the inhabitants include Gary Bryant Jr., who wasn't available today. Bryson Shaw, the trans- safety transfer from Ohio State. I saw him get off the bus uh, at, the, uh, at the Coliseum, and he didn't have his pads with him. He was wearing his, his jersey, so I'm sure it's nothing too serious. Uh, Carson Tabarachi, the linebacker transfer from Utah. Jude Wolf, tight end, wearing a walking boot. Shane Lee the middle linebacker transfer from Alabama. Again, he was had his jersey, um I think he had his helmet with with the uh clown foam head on top as well, but he did not have his cleats. Uh so he was on rehab island a uh, Monday session. Uh there was no sign of Corey Foreman, however, after practice when Lincoln Riley met with the media, he he indicated that Corey had a previous engagement that required his attendance. Uh, Whatever that means, uh, I'm sure we'll find out eventually. Typically, something like that means school. Uh, From the defensive backfield, Jalen Smith and Latrell McCutcheon were also no-go today. Uh, Again, when we spoke with Riley after practice... uh, he didn't seem to be too concerned. He said most of these are just uh, dings and you know bumps and bruises, you know stuff that kind of, kind of goes along with uh, fall camp. So we'll keep an eye on this to see how it goes. However, um, you know, I wrote in my Monday morass, which you can read over there on wersc.com, com, uh, you know at what point will Lincoln have to start to pull back? So these guys, uh, so he's got a roster that he can work with when Rice comes to town. Um, you know, over the weekend, he said he's, you know, the the thing that he and his staff were, were evaluating were the fight in each of the players. That's what they wanted to see. It's not about, you know, did they win the rep? It's how hard did they fight? That's what they were looking for. So um, we'll, we'll see who can fight through playing hurt, and who is who, who's being told, hey, you know what, you're really injured, sit down, take it easy. That's something the staff and the uh, the medical team will have to decide. Hopefully the players aren't making that decision. Uh, as, you know, obviously the team is almost through their acclimation period, they are now in uh, in in their shells, so they've got their helmets, shoulder pads, um, and cleats, and I think starting tomorrow with Tuesday's practice, uh, they will move into a full padded, uh, the full padded mode. So we'll see where we go from there. Pretty sure that fifth practice is when they get to go full pads. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, you know, I did spend most of my time, um, just focused on the offense, uh, for this session since I spent most of my time focused on defense, uh, on Friday when we were there again, over the weekend, um, coach, Bench the media from watching practice. Have no idea what went on. So on Monday, I focused on the offense, and uh, you know there are there's a lot of jobs on the line. We also were we got to meet Bobby Haskins, the offensive lineman who transferred over from Virginia. I'll have more on him in the next segment coming up because there are a lot of jobs on the line and he's fighting for one of them, one of those starting tackle positions. So when he knows where he needs to to go to to find a job, you can head on over to uh, LinkedIn.com, because as you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create free job posts in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screen questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? So go ahead, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so some new names are starting to pop up. They're making a name for themselves, with, you know, making an impression with the coaching staff. Uh, a couple of names on the offensive line that we keep hearing. We've heard from their position coach, Josh Henson. Uh, Today, Lincoln Riley mentioned Gino Quinones' name. Rarely have you heard his name. Um, Seldom have you seen him play in a game. However, he's had a very good offseason. He looks like he's dedicated himself to the weight room. And he's starting to uh, make some run. Fact, if I was to go over... What I saw as the um, the offensive line, the rotation from practice today. Give me a moment here as I pull that up. Do, 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 do. So your first team offensive line, left to right. Starting left tackle, Cortland Ford. Andrew Voorhees, obviously left guard. Brett Nylon at center. Justin Didich. And then Jonah Monheim at right tackle. Second team. Left tackle, Bobby Haskins, Gino Quinones, Andrew Milik, Jason Rodriguez at right guard, and Mason Murphy at right tackle. Uh, You know, Mason cross trains at both tackle positions, but now now that um, (laughs) Bobby Hansen is healthy and able to practice, I think Mason's going to see uh, most of his time over there at right tackle backing up Jonah Monheim. That's a good spot for for Mason. Uh, I think Bobby Haskins is going to start backing up Cortland Ford. Bobby Haskins' biggest um, attribute is his experience. And Lincoln Riley talked about this after practice Monday night. Um, You know, he's got 20 starts under his belt. And uh, Bobby even said, you know, that's also something that he gets to fall back on. He missed all of spring as well as um, most of summer he, but he's healthy now. So he's trying to make up for lost time. You know, he had that ankle surgery that he had to get taken care of. Um, But now, you know, he's got that experience. And so he's going to push uh, both tackle spots. So if he can be that, that, you know, that sixth man, so to speak, that guy who can come in and, and back up Cortland at left tackle or, Jonah at right tackle—that's a valuable commodity. And if one of those two guys, the younger guys, aren't getting the job done, boom—you've got an experienced guy who can step right in. Uh, if those two guys aren't aren't capable and aren't getting the job done to the staff's, uh to the way the staff wants it done. I'm sorry, my, my brain is fried right now. I, again, it's 12:45 uh, as I'm as I'm recording this podcast. I do apologize, but uh, let's let's blame the coaching staff for this Pac-12 after dark. Man, I cannot wait for the move to the Big Ten. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, moving on. What else did we get? Um, what I really liked when we were talking to Bobby Haskins after practice is I was looking at his arms, all scratched up, all bruised up, exactly what your lineman, what you want them to look like. Um, He looked like he had been in the trench warfare. Uh, Some other things we saw at the beginning beginning of practice when I was kind of rubbernecking looking over the defense, uh, the linebackers were doing some sort of uh, hand fighting drill, hand slapping, um, one-on-one drills. Uh, It kind of looked like they were doing some, uh, I don't know, if you're watching The Karate Kid, you know how Mister Miyagi was was teaching um, Daniel Larusso all the different moves: wax on, wax off, um, paint the fence, all that kind of good stuff. Well, those types of techniques are actually used um, as offensive linemen use those types of techniques when they're when they're battling in the trenches. So to see the linebackers uh, doing the same thing. Um, You know, playing those war games with their hands, fighting and slapping and trying to, you know, win the win leverage. Um, Those types of fundamentals are are fun to watch because you, the fans, you don't get to see that, but they do work on that as preparation for the game. Um, On that note of karate, when I, when we spoke to Mason Murphy after practice, he you know, he, I asked him, you know, if he was, if he was a dual sport guy in high school and uh, not, not so much in high school, but he said he, uh, he was really into karate. So uh, I can guarantee you, I am in, I will never fight somebody as big as he is. And Mason has really come into his body. He looks like a man now. Um, and that's because he is taking uh he's taken to the guidance of the older guys like Justin Dietrich, who he spoke about uh, in his interview. So, make sure when you're done here with Locked On USC, head on over to weRC.com because we'll have uh, all the interviews after practice, including Bobby Haskins, Mason Murphy, Coach Lincoln Riley, uh, Tight End Malcolm Epps. We got it all for you. I can only fit so much in here in thirty minutes or less. So, uh, what we don't cover here, I got you covered. Uh, we've got you covered on WeAreSC.com. All right, so those are just a few of the names on offense that we're starting to, to impress. On defense, um, I mentioned this in my first practice report, that De- I had a hunch that Dejon Benton, defensive lineman, was going to make a move this year. Well, he's starting to get a run with the first team. Uh, I I noticed that at practice uh, this evening. Uh, Somebody else who was getting some first team run at linebacker was uh, EC Nomura. Now, um, some of that probably had to do with the fact that Shane Lee uh, wasn't available. A little dinged up. Nevertheless, uh, he he, he was with the first team ahead of some other guys who you might think would be ahead of you know, ahead of Nomura. Something to keep an eye on. Uh, Again, this staff is doing their own evaluations. They didn't recruit everybody who's on this roster. So they get to do their own grading. And again, over the weekend, they were looking for the fight. Not did you win the rep, but how much fight did you have in you? Were you willing to, even if you lost, were you willing to accept defeat? Um, That's a hell of a asset and a value system to want to have in in, in your players. Um, People who don't know the meaning of quit and and how to take, how to lose. Um, Learning how to win is difficult. You never want to learn how to lose. Just that's something I always used to uh, tell my tell my my kids when I was coaching high school basketball back in the day. So uh, again, Dejan Benton, he's uh, turning heads. Brandon Peely is also turning heads. Uh, he's lost a lot of bad weight, and I, and again, Alex Grinch's defensive scheme likes. Doesn't like the bigger defensive linemen. So you're not going to find those Jordan Davis type of bodies on this roster. Um, but Brandon Peely's really looking good. I won't say he has a six-pack, but he, he lost a lot of bad weight. So um, when he arrived at USC, he was already a very athletic um, individual for someone his size. So if he's shedding bad weight, that athleticism should really come through even more. And now he's healthy. So hopefully he can maintain that health and really have a good senior season um, because that defensive line, you know, they're going to be worrisome until they prove themselves. Uh, more on the defense, Sierra Wright, cornerback. He was uh, paired up again with uh, Mackay Blackman as the starting cornerbacks. Again, you've got that freshman who, I guess, took the challenge from his coach. Back in spring, took it to heart. And if that's the case, um, out of the four practices, the, the press has seen two of them. I've seen young Sierra Wright as the starting corner opposite the transfer from Colorado, uh, whom everybody assumes will be starting Mikai Blackman. Your starting safeties are probably going to be Kalen Bullock and Xavier Alford. Um, let me just get this out of the way. Kalen Bullock is one freaky dude. You got to go check out the highlight clip. We have it up. It's on Twitter, Eric McKinney, or my Twitter. Uh, You can find it. So it was just a regular defensive back drill where uh, Kalen was backpedaling towards the back of the end zone, and he just does a really twisted... Backhanded, one-head catch over his shoulder at the back of the end zone. And it just looked like he had Velcro on his hands. Just looks so easy. People need to remember, he played uh, wide receiver in high school. So uh, that skill set showed itself. And uh, Malcolm Epps is someone who said affectionately that he can't stand him. He hates him. And when he says that, it's because Kalen Bullock makes... Uh, receivers and tight ends and everybody's job that much more difficult um, over the middle, especially middle deep part of the field. And there's no part of the field that Kalen Bullock can't cover. Remember um, K- Caleb Williams talked about this at pac media day. He thought he had a wide open pass to a receiver and <laughs> somehow or another Kalen Bull- Bullock covered 53 yards and intercepted the ball. It just had jaws dropping everywhere. So, um, all of those Pac-12 coaches, writers, whomever decided to leave uh, Kalen off your preseason watch list, I don't know why. uh, He's got a chip on his shoulder, and he... If he's healthy, he's going to have a monster year. Monster year. Anyways, it's late. I got to get going. Uh, We'll have another episode here for you tomorrow. Again, when you're done with Locked On USC, don't forget to head on over to the Locked On Network. you got the Locked On Pac-12 with Spencer McLaughlin. And then USC fans, get familiar with Locked On Big Ten, Nate Dickinson. All right, we'll be back again with another episode tomorrow following practice with another update and any more USC news we might have. So until then, fight on and thanks for watching.